Gray Fox. Praise games. Hello and welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, the video games podcast, which at the time of recording on the, what date is it? I can't even remember the date. What's the second of February? The second of February has not been acquired by the NY Times, but Phil Spencer, if you're listening, mate, everyone's got a price. Uh, Join me on the pod this week. Uh, Mikey is out slaying villains in Father Gascoigne's uh, church, so he's not able to join us, but we are joined still by our fourth Ghostbuster. That's right, Mr. Alex Hemming, our trophy hunter. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm not so bad. Yeah, yeah obviously Mikey heard that I was coming back for another week and thought, no, that can't deal with that. <laughs> no. He bailed. <laughs> he couldn't take it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Good, thank you. Nice to be back. Fantastic. And a man who's always back, the man with the curliest hair in the business, Mr. Jonathan Moles, our producer. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Live and kicking. Live and kicking. Right, well, let's let's kick this off. Answer me these questions free, boys. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? And maybe what you've been reading, because we're cultured like that. I'm going to start off with Mr. Hemming, our trophy man. Ooh, well, I've actually been... I'm going to keep calling you, I'm going to keep calling you our trophy man. You're like I'm... my trophy husband. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I've actually been playing quite a bit these past couple of weeks. Um, I finished off GTA San Andreas, the definitive edition. So I've now... Did you, how many bugs? Uh, well, okay. I did the trilogy now. The whole trilogy's done. San Andreas was the buggiest by a mile. Really? Honestly. But that's like... Yeah. That's the one that's modded the most. And and the one that they didn't take any of those mods and put them in the game. They uh, just let the AI put a lick of paint over it and then went, that'll do. But uh, Have they done the equivalent of, you know, when like you use Photoshop or like an editing software and they just go, oh, we could do all this for you with macros. You go, oh, thank God yes, for that. Basically. You've saved me so much time. <laughs> basically, yes. But I, I still enjoyed 3 and Vice City a lot. Vice City is still fantastic. The music is still amazing. Yeah. But Top San Andreas is, yeah, yeah. Um, what what, what, uh, what platform? Uh, PS5. Nice. Yeah, play the PS5 version. Really using that SSD to its full potential. Oh, absolutely. Playing (laughs) 20-year-old PS2 games. That's me all over, right? (laughs) Uh, And speaking of older games on the PS5, I also got the Uncharted 4 upgrade. The Uncharted 4 and the Lost Legacy. So 10 quid for the upgrade, plus a free cinema ticket. Shows what faith they got in that film. Um, (laughs) Hold on a minute. Cinema tickets are usually about 15 quid each, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Full price? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got a bump, you got a discounted cinema ticket. This is what you got. This is what you. Effectively, you're being paid. Yes, to go to the cinema yeah. with Uncharted. Game. They are paying me a, an Uncharted game to go yeah. see Tom Holland, and you know, sure, why not? I'll go, but uh, not high expectations. Anyway, on the game, the game is still <laughs> beautiful. PS5 version just looks incredible for a five-year-old game. Um, and it runs at 120 FPS, which is Ooh. bonkers smooth. I'm afraid if they put the frame rate up anymore, you'll start traveling back in time. Like, what? Well, where's the? Where, where's like the? Like the? But I was I, I cracked my pants at 60, so 120. This is insane. Yeah, it's it's nuts, but it feels great to play, and it actually means that when you're shooting, I don't know if you've in the Uncharted games before, it feels really floaty, and like, uh, it's sort of, I, I, but now it actually feels yeah. satisfying to shoot. So there is that. 
Nice. I can't wait to hear back on the Crash Bandicoot game within a game at the <laughs> like the first hour. How's that look? A bit oh yeah, I'll like, get back to you on that. Oh, oh my god! Do you think that with the acquisition of um, of uh, Activision, Activision, Activision um, that there's going to be like a an update where it's just like we're not allowed to use Crash without sending oh. money to Xbox anymore? No, it'll be a, it'll be a blue screen of death. <laughs> crash no, it'll be it'll be, it'll be i must go crash. now my planet needs me yeah. crash. <laughs> crash just crash bandicoot floating up off screen and there he goes <laughs> back to nathan drake looking confused on the sofa love it love it what have you been watching have you been reading anything uh i've uh, i watched the i'm a bit behind the times on watching but i uh, watched the second season of tiger king <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> got around to watching that damn carol baskin but i also and you're gonna love this flint i've watched the first two episodes of season 15 of sunny Yes. So I am. Yes. I am. Oh all my in. god! It's so good. It is so so it's good. In, it's Look. so amazing. That first episode where they're talking about them being uh, involved in everything in 2020. Not Forrest Gump. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It is is the best funniest show on TV. Period. You've, you've you're episode two. So yeah. Lethal Weapon Seven. Yes. <laughs> Just one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Need to be more uh, Pepper Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! You need a little bit more chip, Jack, baby. Bowls, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Let's let's bring you in, son. What, what's uh, what have you been watching, playing, or reading? Uh, I've been playing a bit more Far Cry Six because the, uh, the the Rambo mission. There's a Rambo mission. There's a, there's a Rambo crossover. As in, like actual yeah, Sylvester Stallone. So I'm preparing. No, I don't think it's going to be in it. I haven't actually got to the mission yet. I've just been preparing myself for it. So yeah. So that that's coming. <laughs> Preparing us. Do you get up in the morning? You put the the face paint on, and you're in the mirror, just going day two first blood. Yeah. But you know, like it is when you don't play a game for like weeks or months, and you're like, oh, yeah. I don't. What am I doing? How how do I do this? So, so yeah, I'm just the, the download is downloading, the updates downloading, and I've been playing just the, the game because you can play it as it's doing its thing in the background. Ah, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, just remembering how to play it. Um, and what have I been watching recently? A bit more Cobra Kai, season four. Liking it. Beautiful. I don't beautiful. think it's as good as the uh, it's the other seasons, though. Is the is the sheen wearing off? Uh, yeah, you know, I think it might be. I think they're just trying too hard now. I think they're I've, trying too hard. That's me. I've, I've, I think because uh, Holly, my wife. Uh, Ding. There you go. Every time I mention my wife, I go ding. Um, I don't know why, just to prove I have one, maybe. I don't know. But um, when we were watching the first couple of episodes, she was like, is it me or is this Hollyoaks bad? And I was like, it's not Hollyoaks bad. You just need to get into it again. Once you get into it, you're, you're golden. It gets good again, I think, when a certain character from previous movies who you haven't seen yet comes in and you just see that glorious head of hair and you go, actually, I'm back in it. I'm back. You've got me back now. Um, but I think one of their biggest challenges is their cast is aging out at a rate of knots. Uh, they, first of all, you know, a bit of a history lesson with this. When Cobra Kai was first made, it was actually owned by Google with uh, YouTube Red, their attempt at a streaming service. And they were trying the original content route and they actually made Cobra Kai. Uh, that was the only original show they made. So not many people subscribed. And it was basically a show a lot of people slept on. And then they just stopped making them. And then uh, Netflix bought the rights to distribute that first season. It went gangbusters, went, here's a truckload of money, go make season two. Now, at this point, a number of years has passed. Uh, and to the point where actually, 
actually more years are passing. So film seasons uh, four and five back to back because the actors who are supposed to be participating in this under 18 karate tournament are now all in their 20s. And they're like, holy crap, we need to find a way to, to get this done quickly. Not to mention they're being successful. The guy who plays Miguel is now going to go be in the DC Black Blue Beetle movie, uh, one of their IP, uh, doing a, a movie of that, and he's going to be playing the lead in it. Anyway, sorry, old habits die hard. <laughs> anyway, you're oh, saying you've been watching? No, I've been, I've been watching that. Yeah, like I say, Cobra Kai first released in 2018, so it just goes, you know, half time is, you know, fourth season. Time yeah. moves quickly. Um, and Snowpiercer season three is being released on Netflix weekly, annoyingly, which annoys me nowadays because. Everyone just wants to binge. Everyone just wants stuff now. And it's a weekly release. And it's like, oh, really? So I watched the first episode. I mean, you're you're obviously hooked on it. I love the film, but I never... If you're a fan of the film, is this worth... Do you learn more? Is there more train they go through? Yeah, there's a lot more train. I think the the series is better than the film. Ooh. That's personal preference. Um, Yeah. And then I haven't really been reading much apart from the news, which is depressing, so we won't go there. Fair enough. But this just in. News just in. Michael Garden Edwards. He just came out of nowhere. He's Slade Father Gascoigne. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Garden Edwards. Hello, sir. How's it going? What's what's going on? You guys are (laughs) in? Yeah, we're we're golden, son. We're still in intros, so so your your timing is tip top, sir. So I'm gonna put you on the spot, my friend. Answer me these questions free. What have you been playing, watching, or reading? Uh, so I've been watching uh, the new season of Snowpiercer. Yes, <laughs> just mentioned it. Got a fellow brother. <laughs> uh, it's extremely frustrating that it's one episode every week. It's killing me. Literally, literally killing me man literally. like uh, the end of episode two is like it's about things here we go and then it's like oh look here are the credits and i both me and uh, my girlfriend both were like no very very <laughs> annoying very annoying i'm mr mr wilford is 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 a phenomenal character sean bean i like you know I don't know about you guys. I, I predominantly cheer the heels in, in, in all kind of media. I always want the bad guys to win. And the Avengers is the only one really where I'm like, come on, Thor. But yeah, man, like, and Batman, obviously Batman. But um, yeah, man, Mr. Wilford, I want him. I want him to win and rule the world is what I want because he's a wonderful man. Um, <clears throat> in terms of playing, you, you guys all know what I've been playing, right? A bit of banjo. Yeah, you're reporting back on your your pilgrimage through the world of banjo kazooie. In fact, you sent a message at like midnight last night saying F- "you rusty bucket bay" uh, and a picture of you dominating yeah, it. Yeah, that was uh, that was one a.m. my time. <laughs> um, yeah, man. <laughs> Dedication. Uh, the hardest level on the game, one hundred percent, under an hour. Screw you, rusty bucket bay. I am systematically going through one hundred percenting every level. I've got uh, I've got click clock wood, which is the best level on the game. Uh, next to go which is a difficult it's a, it's a sprawling interesting level uh, and then you've got grunty's furnace fun which can go f- itself thank you for censoring that mr flint and then i've got the final boss battle and there we go wrapped up yeah wrapped up and then wow. i'm hoping to get my my grubby little paws onto potentially that the, that new pokemon game because it looks pretty yeah i'm hearing really good things I've, I've actually bro. i've been playing it I, I didn't mention it at the start but i've actually i have been playing that as well Talk to me, brother. Is oh it my. good? Yeah, yeah, tell us. Okay, so it's the game that I thought Pokemon was going to become back in the day when I was a kid. Like, 
massive open area world. Anthem? No, not Anthem. Calm down, Flint. Not Anthem. It's never Anthem. Stop trying to make Anthem a thing. Avengers? <laughs> God damn it. No, it's it's like, uh, it's a proper RPG now. It's not you're going around finding gyms and making up to the Pokemon League. It's all about you are just researching Pokemon in this old times using ye olde Pokeballs that send out a little rocket when you catch a Pokemon. It's really cute. Um, and you're in the open wilds, sneaking up on them from behind, chucking the ball at them when they can't see. You don't need to battle them if you don't want to. Uh, there's crafting. Uh, it, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm uh, really getting is, into it. Is it because I've I've seen people say it's like uh, it's it's like the pretty much the best Pokemon game since they were a kid, right? Like in terms of it gives you something new. It's kind of like that's Monster what I mean. Hunter yeah. Slash. Yes. Like yeah, is it, it, it seems good. I mean it. It looks better than the wild areas of Pokemon Sword and Shield. It a hundred percent is. A hundred percent is better. Intriguing. Well, look, I, I, just, I might have to give that bad boy a go, but yeah, that's 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 next for me on the list. I just want the old Game Boy games, but with better graphics. But they had that. Is it that? But they have that. With, Did they? With Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. Is that? Is it? But is it what I want it to be, or is it? Shut up, Flint. Don't be a fanboy. Take what they actually give you, because the good stuff's the good stuff. I'm going to be unpopular opinion here. I really liked uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Uh, I, I did as well. I thought they were really good. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. It's, it's a safe space, guys. It's only no. internet. Like, what, what bad can come out of the internet? The, the thing is with those opinion. games, you know how to play them because you've played them a million times before. There exactly. is a difference, though. Playing them on an emulator at four times the speed is a lot easier than having to <laughs> sit through that. <laughs> it's like, I've, I've seen this 1,500 times. Um but the, the issue is, boys and girls, I don't know if we're going to get on. I, I bear in mind, I have not read the running order of what we're talking about today. So I'm winging it, Flint. Apologies. The only issue is with Pokemon Ar- Arceus? Arkham? Pokemon Legends Arceus, yeah. yeah. There you go. I feel like I'd have to complete that in double quick time before Elden Ring comes out. That's the only <laughs> issue. And the issue there is I'll, I'll be playing Elden Ring on a PS4 Pro, which is going to be jank. So, uh, yeah, I, I need to wait until it comes out, see what it's like on the old last-gen consoles before I, you know, commit to it. No, fair enough, fair enough. Well, just to, to round off the questions three, I've been, Hemming, you've inspired me. <laughs> I woke up one day and went, you know what, I've never got a platinum in my life. And I never thought I wanted one, but now I do. So I've been going through my Game of the Year Resident Evil Village attempting to get that platinum. I'm probably about... 80% of the way there, but we all know that last 20% is actually the chuffing hardest of them all. And I made the biggest of schoolboy errors. Moles is going to laugh at me for this, as well as him. Actually. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so basically, one of the last things for me to do is to collect the... Um, uh, complete the game on the hardest difficulty basically and it's a it's basically equivalent of european extreme hard mode and it's called village of shadows mode and i was like all right cool i'm going to do this now when you complete a game of resident evil you get the option to load your saved game after you've completed it to load up a thing as we call new game plus yes adam thank you everyone's aware of that and i was like okay cool i'm gonna start my new game i was like ah oh, crap it's really tired i'll do it tomorrow so next day i come on clicks new game village of shadows difficulty and i was like oh my god this is hard like first enemy i've met like it took 20 bullets and then my gun was empty and I was like, oh, great, I'm screwed. And anyway, not to spoil the game, but basically about 10 minutes in, you have to survive an onslaught of an attack for about five minutes. At the end of the five minutes, it triggers a cutscene, you carry on. I spent three and a half hours 
trying like memorizing every enemy, every ammo, every piece of health, and everything else. And I was texting him, just going, "How the hell do you do this, bro? Like this is this is impossible." And he's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry. If you've if you've leveled up all your weapons and you've got all the stuff from the previous play rounds, it gets easier." I'm like, oh, "Okay." Turns out. I didn't have any of the stuff from my games that I've completed. I've been playing this European extreme hard mode with essentially a pencil trying to stab into the void. And I was like, you know what? It's actually easier to go back and load an old game save, complete the game again, and then start the game with all my stuff. So I'm able to actually stack it. I'll be buzzing through that now. I'm about three quarters of the way through. It's so much easier with the Magnum all maxed out and everything else. Enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, all in preparation because everyone's got their, everyone's holding a candle for February. Everyone's thinking about their certain games. Mikey's just mentioned about Elden, Elden Ring and fair play to you, sir. I respect you for that. But there's a place in my heart for a first person zombie apocalyptic game called Dying Light. And that sequel is coming out at the end of February. I know the results are starting to come in. And it's it's literally what I expected it to be. Of people going, if you didn't like the previous games, you're not going to like this one. Well, guess what? I fucking love the original games. Ah, oh, bring it on. So I've been doing that. And I've been a proper zombie mode uh, as The Walking Dead's coming back. I've been reading The Walking Dead comics. I'm up to volume 21. Uh, i got to say, really good comics. They should make a TV. I can see why they made a TV show of it now. I have a very quick question. And this is one, this is one maybe just a hemming. I don't know if Finney or mm. Moles, you may have an answer to this. My new game plus. Yeah. Phenomenal invention. Right, I, I've utilized it yeah. in all of the replayability, sir. Utilize it in all the Souls games, great, right? Because you go back into it and you're like, ha, here we go, kabong, and you've got all your stuff, and it's great. You knobbing those early enemies like Swiss cheese. Um, hmm. My idea of hell, though, in New Game Plus, is when all they do is essentially increase the animal enemy's health pool. Uh, I find that mm. bullet sponges are the worst type of increased difficulty modifier because it's pointless. It, 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 there's, it's nothing new. It just takes longer to kill everything. And I find that to be a waste of my time. Do you know of any games where it's not just, I mean, like Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? If you play that game on master mode, it's like, okay, there's no, that, like the, the screen is pretty bare. There's no like extra things to tell you how cold you are. No, that, that's just hard actually, isn't it? The master mode rocks in and like there's silver enemies at the start. And they've yeah. got ridiculous health, and one club of a moboglin or whatever they're called will pretty much send you to <laughs> fucking nine. So, like, my my question to you is: Is there any kind of games that you know of where New Game Plus is like the enemies actually more difficult, or they are in different placements, or they're doing something different? Are you going to say Resident Evil Village? No, I'm, I'm I'm wearing a Devil May Cry shirt, and I was trying to point oh, okay. to that, but it looks like I was playing <laughs> yeah. my nipples because I was that excited about Resident Evil. So, Devil May Cry Five has uh, their ultimate European Extreme Hard Mode difficulty, and what they do is because basically you need all your, your there's so many weapons and abilities you don't really utilize them in the game because there's so many of them you don't really level them all up you don't really learn how to chain them because quite frankly you can complete the game without going through all of these things now in their hard of hard hard modes they ain't getting away from this sunshine you need to be able to use all your abilities maxed out and chain them together but also they throw in so many more abilities it's oh and also more enemies so it's essentially like a swarm of enemies attacking you i'm talking like tens ti- 10 times the amount even right at the beginning and hot damn it is fun 
but it is hard as hell because you are basically one hit from pretty much most of your health going and also the bosses are are still sponges but they do up the ante and that means you can up your arsenal against that ante because oh my god i can do my yeah like i don't know if you've played devil may cry fire but you know you got the bike that breaks in half it's it's uh, like it's basically it's gore porn with heavy metal and grinding and it's lots of good fun if you like that then you are sitting there going brother i don't care if i complete this this is just a trip i'm loving it so that's that's my humble mention of a damn good new game plus and i gotta apologize mikey i can't think of one off the top of my head i know there is one and i can picture it but i cannot for the life of me think of what it actually is It might be Anthem, maybe. I'll pipe in. in. The game I actually loved was God of War 2018. Um, So I started a new game plus on that, and it felt slightly different. I don't know, you've got all your kit and you've got your armor and stuff, but the enemies kind of, they were a bit different. They were obviously harder. You've got harder enemies, same enemy, but I don't know if if it was just that it felt different or if there was an actual difference. But that, to me, that new Game Plus It was... felt like a proper new Game Plus, not just the same, yeah. but the exact same game again that I've already played through, but it just takes yeah. me twice as long to kill everyone, even though I've got much better weapons no, than I it, had yeah, you get at this stage kit. last time I played through this bloody game. So, yeah. Yeah, but you get you get all your kit, but then you also get better versions of the kit that you've already got. No, because so I did. I remember, like, saying, I remember playing... Rewarding. I remember playing God of War, and I was like, I really liked... You know, like, people don't... Like there's get there's things in games which I feel like was a trend, right? So you had like rudimentary crafting, and crafting's in every freaking game now, and it drives me bananas. Like if I push all these things together, it doesn't make a log tree or something. I don't understand. So you know, I um, hate, I hate, I hate games. Sorry to interrupt you there, but with the crafting thing, it's starting to not be a thing anymore. But the whole thing of you have to stop, and your character does this rudimental animation of them shuffle, 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 shuffle. I'm wrapping something up. It's like L- I don't want us, to right? be watching this. Yeah, it was just, every, and everyone started doing that for a minute. I was like, I don't want to watch someone pretend to make a bloody nail bomb with some gaffer tape around their wrist. Like, that's not how you, like, I assume that's not, I, I, I don't read the anarchist cookbook, but I assume that's not how one goes about making these things. Anyway, I just want to click a button and it, uh, and I want to see our number one appear in my inventory and then I can go do the fucking thing because that's the fun part. Exactly. Well, it's like crafting is one of them. And then you have the, a lot of the kind of like the like Assassin's Creed that they added in, right? Like, rudimentary light yeah. rpg aspects where you mm-hmm. have yeah, lots yeah. of different pieces of armor which have a plus two percent stamina upgrade and it's like this is all rubbish isn't it but i saw in god of war i quite liked that um rpg element of that as light as it was but i did when i finished the game i was like oh there's a lot more i can do here which i haven't actually scratched the surface on and i didn't touch new game plus because yeah i went i tried to kill all those you know what them bossy things called that you have to go around oh, the valkyries yeah, I tried killing all of them, yeah. but I gave up horribly very quickly. They will yeah, kick, they play. do they do <sighs> kick your ass. Yeah, <laughs> not my cup of tea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen, I think we're sufficiently lubricated. Let's let's crack on because the fox is in. <laughs> So, gentlemen, the big news is, uh, let's let's get straight into it. Sony have acquired Bungie for $3.6 billion. Obviously, Milesy raised a little thinky there. Um, What do we make of this? Uh, First of all, can we just say this is not in response 
to Microsoft acquiring Activision because everyone keeps saying, oh, it's a response or it's not a very good response. Do you know how long it takes for these sort of things to happen? Mr. Birds, I'll just go buy that one. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, good response. Here's my change. There we go. I'll <laughs> I mean, there was, there was talk that they'd started having conversations before COVID was even a thing, you know? Hmm. So they've been talking about potentially being buying them out for quite some time now. So th- like you say, this isn't a just a knee-jerk reaction. This is definitely a planned move, and it does uh, seem to fit in line with their wants to go more into the live service market. Because Bungie know what they're doing on that front. Well, yeah, no one does a, a game as a service quite like Bungie. And uh, yes, it's it's kind of weird, right? It's mass hysteria. We've got the originators of icons on the PlayStation being owned by Microsoft now. And we now have the originators of the first real IP that Microsoft had in the console market in the form of Halo. Bungie being the creators of that now being owned by PlayStation Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria, Mikey. What's your thoughts on the Bungie deal? Is it is this a good, bad thing? Don't really care. Where's your, your um, thoughts on this? Look, for my money, Bungie make the best FPSs on the market, right? There, there's something very special about firing a gun in Destiny. There was something very special about playing and through Halo. the Halo campaigns, right? Because the 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 handgun. It's phenomenal, phenomenal. You know, like there's the, the, the sun shot from Destiny. <clears throat> I'll never get tired of shooting that, that gun, basically. The bow in Destiny. I'll never get tired of oh, firing the bow. It's the, it's the best, but it's the worst because you can tell me all these different weapons they've introduced. They've introduced thousands of weapons, okay? Let me put it in perspective. Thousands of opportunities for me to try different things. They keep upgrading them. They do cosmetics. They do missions where you can acquire special other cosmetics to these things. Do I give a shit? No, bruv, because this bow... It's just so smooth. <laughs> it's just so smooth. And like having that uh, studio in your possession, if you will. I mean, the, the games are going to remain cross-platform. Like Destiny will still remain cross-platform, which is great for consumers. It's, it's the perfect ideal thing. But Sony will be getting a nice share of the pie. And, you know, when you look at Destiny, I think it's the Witch Queen, the new DLC that's dropping Feb 22nd, is on track to be the most pre-ordered DLC in Destiny's history yeah, they broke the million mark Just today, pretty, didn't they? Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's incredible. Pretty, you know, pretty gnarly. I mean, we kind of, we've, look, me, Flinney and Moles, certainly me and Flinney, we're veteran Destiny 2 players, you know. Like hundreds of hours day in one those games, with our man. good friend, Mr. Woods, who is listening to this show as we speak. You know, we... The League of Shadows. The League of Shadows, exactly. Uh, you know, we recruited Jamie briefly for a cup of coffee and then he gave up. And then Moles <laughs> in the, the latest recruit. Wait, I, I started the damn game on Stadia. Jeez! Oh, <laughs> wow, because yeah. it was free, and I was well, like, "Oh, all right, so I'll you're that guy?" It's, it was you. <laughs> yeah. When I left, they shut the server down. <laughs> Moles. But, and but the thing is, like, it's one of the, for me. The destiny is like, I. It's that game where every kind of six months, I'm kind of like, oh. Mind, it's an old friend. Mind cracking on, and, it's, and it literally is like taking a nice warm bath with a good book because it's like I'm, I'm familiar, <laughs> I'm comfortable. It's there's always something to do. The gameplay loop is endlessly satisfying because it's so, crucially, it's so much fun to shoot things on that game. It's so much fun. And that's all you really need in a game. And now Sony have those guys that make the best shooting mechanics in video games. Yeah. So- well, let's, let's talk about how it works the other way as well, right? Because 
if we can critique Destiny, because we do, yeah, every now and again we'll have our little... There's a cycle for us, isn't there? Yeah. There's a, oh, look, there's some new DLC coming out. I ain't going to bother, mate. Look, I've spent too much time into this. Then one of us will buy it and go, nah, it's, it's worth coming back, boys. And all of a sudden, we're all hooked. It's like a drug. We'll all be like to our wives and partners, oh, I'm just going to go downstairs and just, just join the lads a little bit more. And we'll sink something like 100 hours into it again. We'll get our light level up to good enough to basically do everything except raids and then go, we're still not good enough for raids and then go we've done all the no, dlc and then the last thing is the last couple of times or the not the last time but the time before that i had got to the point where i could do some raids right and i'd done raids <laughs> over a couple of randomers online i was like wow this is really cool i've got some really cool things from it and then we tried one me you and woods did and it went hours it went horribly wrong and we spent <laughs> hours trying to do the same raid and do you remember that one time we were doing it and we must have been doing this one raid for probably about an hour and a half, two hours. And we were just in a loop of barely making any progress. Two of us would die. One guy would just be bunny hopping around. Just enough to keep us alive, just, just to keep it going. It was, it was like dungeon. saving Private the Ryan. Big... I went off was that when we was in the dungeon with the big orb things? Oh, that in the was dark. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel like this could descend into war stories. So basically, there's issue... three more pre-orders on their books now. But the issue is, right, is every time, every time, there's a new DLC, and then one of us could, one of us takes a look, and then before you know it... I thought Card... I came out, but they put me back in! Before you know it, Cardinal was as logged onto his PlayStation and gone, oh, I can get the DLC and the season pass for 30 quid. Oh, I'm sold. He'll be coming yeah, back I'm, in, I'm, boys. I'm <laughs> on the WhatsApp. The, boys, this is incredible. Look at this. It's good. It's good. <laughs> but the biggest critique Destiny has is story. It's the, you know what? I don't care about the story. story. It's very, it's, it's very convoluted and everything else. The only thing is, is that Lance Riddick does a vo- a lo- uh, does does the voice of Savannah and we're just like, ah, okay. I can hear that man talk. He could read out his breakfast to me and it'll be compelling. That's enough. Uh, but what does Sony have an abundance of with their first party studios? excellent story writers maybe there is a world where maybe they learn a thing or two about putting together an excellent narrative now sony have been very transparent with this they've turned around and said we have got ambitions to take a number of our games into the multi-platform space and as mikey mentioned at the top of this but there's no one better than bungie when it comes to putting in the infrastructure and support and planning for this because yeah you can critique them for everything else but They've been pretty much running a solid service for the best part of seven years when it comes to Destiny and fair play to them. So this is interesting. Do we think other franchises might start dabbling and learning from this? Where do we think Sony will take this? Uh, I think that the Sony are going to use a lot of their expertise with that that live service model to move into because they, apparently they've announced 10 games, I think they said, 10 live mm. service games that they're working on. So they're going to obviously use that expertise. But I'm kind of hoping... I. I never really got into Destiny. It wasn't my cup of tea. I could appreciate the shooting. I love the mechanics. Don't try it. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for this. I'm not going <laughs> to fall into your drug den. <laughs> You're not going to learn give it, give it a little taste. Just give it a little taste. <laughs> this one's free, man. No. It's, it's free to play <laughs> it now. Free to it's play. free to play. Oh. Just give it a little go. Give it a little go. Your my... will play well. <laughs> Just dip a toe. My dream is actually that they lend some of their expertise over to Gorilla and potentially have some sort of combination of a kill zone made with the Bungie guys. So a kill zone game that feels like a Halo game in terms of its mechanics, it just it would be fantastic because I miss the kill zone games. I loved the setting, the world, the Hellgast are an amazing enemy. And they haven't done anything since 
Shadowfall, was it? The the launch title for the PS4? Yeah. They need to yeah. go back to that. And I would love for Bungie to just lend some of that expertise to Gorilla. Or, yeah, we're in a world where IP can switch around. Now, I know it's horrible because we've heard about games that have been canned. The Days Gone sequel was canned. Yep. So those guys could go focus on multiplayer for The Last of Us. And a bunch of pissed off developers went to Twitter and Reddit to, to express their concerns about that. Um, but maybe there is a world where Sony just turns around and says, Killzone. Gorilla, you guys are kicking ass with Horizon. Carry on with that. We own Killzone. Bungie, Killzone, peanut butter, meat, jelly. Just Enjoy. The, you know. the fun idea of the guys that made Halo working on the game that was originally marketed as the Halo killer. Yeah. <laughs> and Well, everyone's been trying to make that Destiny killer, right? Every yeah. time we hear of a new mass like games Anthem. and service at <clears throat> Avengers like everyone has been trying to go for that destiny money and no one can do it so now Sony have that in their back pocket now and there's some good learnings off of that Mr Moles what's your your thoughts on the subject it's a start from Sony isn't it they've kind of uh, they've acquired a good one here they've pulled their finger out um somewhat so yeah there we go I think well, it's that- gonna be I think it's gonna be good for consumers because it just means you know, like the likes of Destiny, it's on every bloody platform possible. So if Sony can give out IPs in the quality that the first gen studio, uh, sorry, the first party studios do, well, now they've got Bungie. Hello, okay. So they've this got might to have be a more bit money of a masterstroke, right? Because if they stick this in with PlayStation Now slash Spartacus slash whatever it's going to be called, I should point out at time recording, there is going to be a Sony State of Play uh, this evening, 10 o'clock UK time. If there is something of note, we'll do a reaction pod at a later date. Uh, but let's steer clear of any Spartacus things because chances are we'll be it'll be sod's law we'll talk about it and then it'll be completely different when the news does drop if there is any because they're rumored to be talking about it soon if they can stick destiny 2 with that basically say look if you own a playstation you own destiny and you have unlimited access to it at all times to do cool stuff with that's quite compelling but miles you touched on a really good point this is a good start and the big boss man uh i was about to call him jim ross but then i realized that's the guy who used to run um, oh, my God, <laughs> oh my god it's a slow no jim ryan uh the boss of playstation has basically come out and said more acquisitions are coming yeah. so you know to heming to your but, point this thing's been going on a while where's it go next but Ooh, no mostly go ahead you were, you're about listen, to jump in we've we've said it before that playstation first party games are always the creme de la creme right they they are the best. They might not get the recognition at the, at the start at the first, but they're the best. Now they've got Bungie and they've got the guys and the and the girls that they know how to make those particular games, combined with Sony and the resources of Sony. Who knows what they're going to come up with? That's all I say. So Nintendo. just watch that space. When Nintendo, what are going to take Nintendo on? They're going to <laughs> they're buy gonna... Nintendo. Is this what your Nintendo. thing is? Yeah. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. Well, yeah, here Michael, Michael Carnett was exclusive. Sony by by them. Um, our, look, to be honest, it's quite interesting that a lot of the um, Western developers are getting snapped up at the moment. Like you say, your, your Nintendos, your Sega's of the world are very, very quiet on the subject. Um, I still think that there is going to be a big deal on the horizon. Uh, I, I, 
I, like if Sony just rest on their laurels and just don't do anything other than this deal, then I don't think that's going to be a good sign. They're already you know, clearly stating their intention to go from that. I think that maybe there is a world where, like Mike, I think you've touched on this before, about maybe there's a world where they, they get into bed with EA a lot more. Um, maybe they pull EA Play off of Xbox somehow to try and claw back some of those games and maybe some of those back libraries if they intentionally work with them better. Uh, who knows? Um, actually, let's talk about EA for a second because EA announced last week that they are going to be continuing on the deal they have with Disney and Lucasfilm for more Star Wars games. And that means there's going to be three new games in development, a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. In other news, water is wet because, let's face it, there was, going to be a, there was never going to be a world where they're not going to continue that. But let's be honest, this game has saved that deal because after what happened with Battlefield 2, that deal was teetering on the edge. When those microtransactions came in, it was Disney who basically said to EA, sort your shit out, otherwise you are losing this contract. So, Mikey, you're our souls, man, and it mixes Star Wars. How happy are you at the sequels coming? Oh, yeah, great. Can't wait for more cutscenes. Another that, anno- that droid. Annoyingly, <laughs> annoying ginger protagonist who just irritated me beyond belief no offense to ginger people out there by the way but he was very annoying and that wavy hair man freaking map (laughs) god almighty i'm so sick i I enjoyed your rant i enjoyed your rant on that oh god that bloody map don't why have you done this to me they have to fix the map or better yet (laughs) don't have a map okay dark souls doesn't need a map because the 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 the, the 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 map itself is so loving, the world is so lovingly crafted. The map is in your head; it burrows its way into your self, subconscious, into your psyche. So when you close your eyes at night, you're walking down the, 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 the you're walking down the streets of Yarnum and <laughs> Bloodborne, for example. Okay, you in, in Jedi Jedi Fallen Order number two is it number two? Yes. Number two, they need to have it so the game itself is memorable. And by the way, no backtracking yeah hmm. no none of that yeah agreed yeah it was a bit too much of that wasn't it but there was a lovely lovely easter egg to that game in the previous episode of the book of boba fett if anyone's been watching that the droid from the game pops up in there and there's a little bit of an easter egg just before because they go to look at them they go to look <laughs> at a map and the map projects exactly the way it does in that game i literally just went that's how it goes in fallen order if mikey's watching this he's gonna sp- out at this and then in the next scene the actual little droids wandering around. i was like oh that's nice uh so it's definitely part of the law now that that little guy um but like you say i i hope they there's it's a great starting point and just like how assassin's creed 2 is a far superior game to the first assassin's creed game and was absolutely incredibly uh, amazing jump forward maybe this could be the case but there's two other games that are part of that deal as well uh hemming correct me if i'm wrong on this i, I believe that there's a, another fps yeah. that's being put together now they tried this was it star wars 1616 or something that was a yeah, canned it, it star got, wars it got game cancelled that was going to be i don't actually know was it made by the going to be made by the same studio because I remember there was conversation was about Yes, I think it was, because the, then yeah. they said that that wasn't going to happen and people were worried that Respawn were just going to be thrown in the bin and they've been given a whole new lease of life as well. They didn't just save the uh, the deal with Disney, they saved themselves with this game yeah. because Hot good as Titanfall 2 was, nobody played it. <laughs> it's the most underrated game of all time, quote Adam Flint. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a damn good game. Uh, so so yes they're they're revisiting that well um and you know 
maybe this will work out better. I've got to be honest, actually. Go on YouTube and watch the sizzle reel for Star Wars 1616. It doesn't look amazing, but it doesn't, doesn't look can-worthy anyway. Um, and another, am I right? I think there's another strategy game in the works Yeah, as they've well. not really announced much about what that is going to be. I mean, a strategy game as in, what, like Civilization? Or strategy game as in Command and you know Conquer? What? People, I don't know. People... People bitch and moan about the Phantom Menace. And by the way, after the latest trilogy, though that prequel trilogy is looking a lot better, isn't it, boys and girls? But anyway, a lot of people moan about that trilogy, especially in the first movie, saying that why do they talk about like trade federations and stuff? I want them, I want them to say, fuck you. This is a game of just buying and selling stock <laughs> across the galaxy. <laughs> Miles is like, actually, I used to love those old drug dealer games. <laughs> I used to love the Age of Empires games. They were brilliant. Oh, mate, they I were incredible. Those games. They were they were amazing. So maybe maybe Hazar, there might be something in there. But let's keep on the EA bandwagon while we're talking. Uh, there was a recent earnings call where they announced uh, announced or they talked about their feelings about Battlefield twenty forty two. Hemming, when we're talking about this in the WhatsApp group, you're like, oh man, this is quite good. I never played it. What's your your take on it? <laughs> I know actually, you got that you got that kind of a little bit mixed up. I played a few hours of it, but my my girlfriend she played a lot. She got it on release. Nice. And she, whenever I was in here and she was in the other room playing it, I could hear her laughing her ass off. Now, she wasn't laughing with the game. She oh. was laughing at the game. She it, liked it ironically. She enjoyed it. It is fun to play with friends, but my God, that game was broken on release. And I can really? see why they think this was a flop because it was a mess. The map designs are awful for these new new areas. Did it show um, you the map on some droid with a hologrammic thing? <laughs> no, no. This is more the design rather than a silly little droid. Um, as a, just a little case in point, there's one map where the enemy base is on top of a tower, and the only way to get to the top of this tower is via a lift. There's one lift. Can you see a problem here? Yes, that's right. The enemy team just camp outside the door of the lift and kill you as the doors open. It was just absolute trash. It was just bloodshed. Yeah, hovercraft it's that PTSD. <laughs> yeah, hovercrafts can go up the side of buildings vertically. You just drive up a building, so you'd end up having these fights on top of buildings with hovercrafts everywhere. So it is funny, but it was not good. And and they uh, they took away they a lot of what made. Wrong. I think it was focus tested to hell because they got rid of leaderboards. You couldn't even see how well you were doing against other players. Yeah. That's like competition and wanting oh, no, no. to be e- at the top of that. Everybody's is why a winner. Play. Everyone's a winner. Come on. Well, it, hot chocolate may have said that, but that does not work in video games, my friend. <laughs> it doesn't. And they made it harder to play with friends. You couldn't even squad up properly. If you joined a game, you were stuck in whatever group you were in. So I am glad this it is like the, This is like the 11th game in that franchise mm-hmm. right how the hell do you get this wrong at this stage don't just sit and go you know what it's got to sell phone it in guys just phone it in i really don't know i just get the feeling that they focus tested a lot and thought what do the kids want now so Fortnite. which is the th- at the end of each round it used to just show you the scoreboard and you'd say like who'd won but now you have like a little hero character and your hero will pop up and go hey guys don't be jealous it's just what i do what? <laughs> what? What is this? This isn't Battlefield. Buildings don't even blow you up. Kind of sounded. You sounded like the Kool Aid guy. Out of the family <laughs> going, oh yeah! <laughs> May as well. Oh. Okay, let's uh, let's let's move on to other gross things that video games shouldn't be talking about as well. Uh, Team Seventeen have uh, 
tonight withdrawn their announcements about going into the NFT market. Uh, this is a popular fad, not just in games, but in sports everywhere around the world right now is jumping on the bandwagon or jumping on the blockchain. Hey, see what I've done there? Hey, hey, Bance uh, off of this. And basically they've now withdrawn saying actually because of the reaction from the community, because of how we realize it's kind of a Ponzi scheme, uh, we're going to focus on what we do best to make video games off of this. Now, this is other companies, a uh, Square Unix said kind of a gross thing the other week of, oh, the opportunities of NFT. And I was like, oh, no, please don't. I don't want to hear about people's bidding thousands of pounds for a JPEG of Cloud Sword. Like, this stuff sounds horrible. This does not sound like what the internet was made for. I just wanted to check in on people's thoughts on this. Don't get me started. <laughs> Go on, Moles. Just fucking pointless. Like... You're paying all this money, in some cases, like say tens of thousands of pounds, if not more, for basically a certificate, if that's what you call it, that you own the rights to some image that's out somewhere in the ether. That's my understanding of it. I buy a piece of artwork, right? I want the original piece of artwork and I want to put it on my wall. I don't want to print it off my buddy Canon printer and say, I actually own the rights to this image. it's all built on trust right it's it's not it's not actually legislated anywhere like at least i I know like i'm not saying that it's it's a great system by any means but at least you get certificates of authenticity and that kind of thing like now you literally got people saying oh that's great i'm gonna steal your your thing you spent a lot of money on it is such a it feels like it's such a rich person's game to show poor people how they want to spunk their money Right, and I feel so sorry. Like I don't care if John Terry's splashing his cash on it; he can do one. But I feel really sorry for people that go, "This is actually where I'm putting all my money." And we might, by the way, like in ten, twenty years' time, they might be actually the people that are laughing with their gold shoes. Well, but NFTs have actually been around since two thousand and three. The iPhone has been around less than NFTs. And look how much the iPhone has changed the world compared I, to NFTs. I think it's just a fad. Like if I if I want to invest in something, I want something that either I can hold or I can go and get physically. Okay. If I want a nice piece of artwork that looks nice and I actually appreciate it, I want to hang the original up on my wall. Okay. Hmm. Uh, if I can't physically have it, then it's not to me then it's not what real. are you to me it's not really it's not real is it i think the <laughs> thing with, the thing that i'm getting is that with these nfts and they're selling if you sell them on you can tick a box that basically says you get a percentage of any future sale of that nft so of course the corporations are going to be like it's like a, hey. like a sell on fan football manager now you're talking to me exactly so this is why john terry's doing it he's he can mint an nft and sell it great he gets a couple of thousand he's then getting a couple of hundred every time it gets sold on. So this is why companies is, want them. So what you're saying is, as it gets passed down the pyramid, uh, well, people at the top of the no, pyramid it's, it's get an inverted more funnel, Miles. <laughs> what are you on about? It's an inverted funnel. But that, that, um, the worst thing for me was just Ubisoft <laughs> coming out and saying, "Oh, the you, fan, just, you yeah, just don't, don't get, get it. it. You just don't get it, guys." I don't get it. I, I wish someone would sit down with me properly and explain it. No, you don't. That if I say, "Here's my ten pounds," because that's all I'm giving you. What do I get for that? And if someone says, oh, well, you can have an image that's stored in the cloud. I said, no, what can I have? Give me something. At least give me a certificate that says, you know, physically, you own this. 
and it was worth this amount of money on this date. You can get a can digital certificate. No, I want a physical one. <laughs> Meaningful, law-abiding. <laughs> there we go. So, so Moles is not going to be lured into buying rabbits off of Ubisoft on the on the cheap, or maybe maybe start setting up a whole Ponzi scheme. Maybe we should just do a whole thing where we just start selling. Let's just start claiming assets from video games and sell them as NFTs. Okay, you want to you want to buy the first Ezio stab blade from Assassin's Creed? I got it for you, bro. <laughs> just start, oh, no. start peddling it. it so yeah, i think it's fair to say we're not up on this and video game studios it's probably not a good thing to say to your audience you just don't get it you know you, you ain't damn the kids imagine it's like C- uh, seymour skinner that meme of no it's the it's the children that's a wrong <laughs> uh, anyway let's move on from that so uh, let's talk a little bit about pop media culture with video games because it's kind of all intertwining at the moment. We had the Halo TV trailer for the new Halo TV show. Now, just to give you a bit of a history lesson with this, in about 2012, Peter Jackson, that's right, that guy, uh, was going to be making a Halo movie and he was attached for a very long time. He partnered with Microsoft. Apparently, even Steven Spielberg looked at some scripts back in the day, but for whatever reason, it never it never came to light. And now what we have now is that Paramount acquired the rights about three years ago and they said, this is a TV show. We are putting bank into this. It's going to be our star attraction on our streaming service. And the first trailer dropped. Oh, my God. Like, chaps, the only chance to see this. Yeah, I, I had a watch of it just earlier today. Uh, my first thing is, what what's with that Phil Collins cover? What's that all oh, about? It's, 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 <laughs> it's, yeah, literally, they put Phil Collins in bloody everything at the moment. I mean, it? you've got Halo with one of the most iconic and amazing themes of all time. Oh, just play that. Just play the guitar solo. <laughs> but I oh. thought that it actually, like you say, it looked pretty decent. A lot of bank has gone into that, my yeah. friend. Like it looks, it looks tipped up. The only thing is, is that the internet is losing its shit over Cortana in a bad way. Just go, oh, I don't think it looks good because ninety percent of the internet is chasing girls on OnlyFans doing cosplays as them, and they're like, why isn't she lewd? Because all the images of Cortana, I see a lewd now. And it's like, dude, 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 dude. Whenever we see a screenshot or a picture of something you don't like the look of. Wait until the thing comes out and see it in context. Maybe it's much better. Who knows? Look, I'm 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 so jazzed about this because I'm fascinated to see how they're going to make. Because quite frankly, Master Chief is the most boring protagonist you will ever see in a video game. He is literally meant to be an empty shell because you fill the shell because you are playing in him, you know, for his first person view. And trying to make that the centerpiece of a TV show and have layers and characteristics, I'm gonna I'm interested to see if they can make it compelling enough. The spectacle is amazing. Yeah, they have got they literally got Richard Hammond off the boat to spare no expense on this. It looks absolutely incredible. Um off this. Boys, are, are you are you jazzed about the idea of a Halo TV show or is this are you indifferent? No. There I mean, we I'll, go. I'll watch it. The trailer looked good and I might watch it's, an episode, but it's, it's not, not enough to make me go pay for a new subscription service though. No, absolutely not. No. No, and just I suppose to, to wrap off the video game pop culture world is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out this week and said that he is the man of many franchises, the face of many franchises, and that he has acquired the rights. He personally has acquired the rights to a massive video game franchise, and he's not willing to say what it is just yet. But he'll be announcing it very, very soon. I just want to spend the, like I just want to go a quick round of what what franchise do we think this is? It better not be the Scorpion King. <laughs> 
Full if circle. He brings out full a circle. game. If he brings out a game of the Scorpion King, that's it. But there, I think there was one on the PS2. Uh, but was there? No, that was just the, <laughs> was graphic, that was just the graphics of that movie. Oh, actually, yeah, good point. Fair enough. Yeah. Just... <laughs> look, look, I'm putting it on the table now. It's Turok because it's got the word rock in it. <laughs> to rock yeah exactly 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 saying that saying that actually his rampage movie which is based on the beloved apparently it's beloved Loose, apparently loosely based loosely based it yeah. i quite liked it i thought it was all right That's it's the, the rock yeah. wearing a wearing a gray cargo top like he does in all his <laughs> movies in fact you could take a screenshot from pretty much the last 30 movies he's been in and you'll be like i kind of can't tell what movie it is because it's him in cargo wearing the jungle which is a lot of his movies so it goes with the rock theme it'll be in a jungle he'll be wearing khaki colors because that'll be oh it's to rock uh, so yeah that's there you go that's my prediction um off of that or maybe maybe he comes back he comes back home to motherfucking Doom. He actually buys the rights to it and he's going to make the Doom movie we wanted him to be in, not the one that we got, goddammit. Uh, the one that we went to a midnight screening of. Oh, those glory days. Oh, history. <laughs> I tell you, the one, the one that I'm leaning towards at the moment thinking is a possibility um, is Gears of War. Yeah, but Dave Batista has been literally screaming, make it for this me. Is what I mean. It's mine. Yeah. The Rock and Dave Batista in Gears of War. Buddy movie. Let's that go. That would be pretty dope. Let's I have go. To, I have to say that with Gears of War, that's the advertising campaign when that game first came out. It's probably some of the best advertising I have ever seen. And it's basically a scene where they play uh, Mad World, that like dreary cover of it. But this was before the dreary cover got released. So like the first time it was like released around the world was for the advert for Gears of War. And it is absolutely fucking stunning. It still holds up. Give it a watch. It is so, so good. And I don't know why it's led me to, to talk about for a second of uh, Mikey. This follows the Batman rule. So it's, it's, this is good. Have you ever seen the Arkham Origins TV spot for this. No. It is one of the most beautiful Batman things I have ever seen. It is a eulogy being read out at Thomas Wayne's funeral, and it's a note to Bruce. And he's just like, as you grow up, son, you'll be compelled to want to show your wealth. Please don't waste it on extravagant cars, shows the Batmobile. Don't spend it in place nightclubs doing things you shouldn't be doing. Batman beating people up, but it's filmed so cinematically that could be a movie far better than the actual game. By the way, <laughs> I was going to say Origins was was not good. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, but I think that is all the news that is fit to print. I think, I just, uh, just to say, I, I'm calling it. I think it's going to be Call of Duty. Oh, that's a good one because it's a big franchise where you could write literally dickle story and make it work. It's basically just make a war movie and call it Call of Duty. And it does fit the pattern. The Rock can wear khaki colours and just have a scene in a jungle. And somehow, whilst you're watching watching in the cinema, there will be microtransactions as well. So somehow... (laughs) Somehow The Rock is going to sell his energy drink on you or his tequila. He'll just pop up and just be like, hey, it's cheat day, it's DJ here. I think that's what I call myself now. Anyway... Purchase my tequila. Call of Duty, guys. Uh, say that he literally can make anything and it will fucking sell. Fair play to him. Miles, is any more any more uh, any more on betting on what the rock's going to be making? 
Uh, no, but I just hope it's not terrible. You don't smell what he's cooking! <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. All right, chaps, let's go into the discussion for the remainder of the pod. Now, um, I shared this in our WhatsApp group a while back. I put it into on our Twitter account recently as well. A delightful little game studio. When I say game studio, it's just a guy in his computer. But face it, that could be enough to be a game studio nowadays. Has made a classic point and click that classic point and click is based on a scene of the simpsons do you remember in the episode i think it's called songs in the key of springfield with the steamed... short films about Springfield. that right? was it sorry thank you very much sir uh the the steamed hams scene <laughs> someone has got a made a eight bit point and click adventure and it is charming as fuck. it is so so funny mikey you are probably the biggest simpson fan i know how much joy does this is bring to you i haven't played it yet so i i saw your message in the group earlier and i clicked it um i, I it's been a very busy day unfortunately no, no, fair enough, and fair i saw the bit that i could basically control skinner around his house and like the doorbell <laughs> was going and i was like i have to dedicate actual time to this i, I can't do this rushed i sit down with a drink and yes. enjoy all of this because it looks absolutely delightful. Uh, it brought even the, just the opening bit. I was grinning like a Cheshire cat. It was, it was wonderful. It's so much love and attention has gone into it. Apparently it's a village of people that have gone into making this. People were ripping the audio off the internet so that you can literally have every line of dialogue. Uh, the yeah. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. At this time of day, in this hemisphere, coming from your kitchen. Yes. Located entirely. <laughs> Help! Yeah, Can I see it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so before we end up quoting the entire scene, someone has done that. And oh my God, chef's kiss. You, sir, are doing the Lord's work. We need people like you. Which leads me to the question. Well, go for it, Mikey. You've got Just your finger question. up, sir. How, the, how yeah. is this online still? Surely it's fan-made, right? Like, if this was Nintendo, yes. it's already gone. How is it still online? I, I don't know. Maybe the mouse is busy closing down plays of Cinderella right now. Unfortunately, you are right. The mouse will probably get to this eventually. Um, so smoke them while you got them. Like, give it a go. Uh, but you are 100% right. I can't imagine it being on the internet. Oh, maybe, maybe because it's free. Maybe that could, like, give it some grace for a minute. But the mouse... The house always yeah, but wins. Fan, but there's so many, like that fan-made Super Mario game for the for the PC, right? Well, they've they yeah. done Mario 64, but up, updated graphics and stuff. That didn't last very long. That was free. No, uh, no, all- maybe there's Nintendo a- are really tight on that. Yeah, yeah they've, they've, got really the, they've got those. Are pretty- they've got those lawyers, man. Uh, maybe they do something like Cap. So oh, what Capcom do? <laughs> what Capcom do is if it's something they don't want to dabble in ever again then they're like, that's cool, it's a fan thing. So, for example, Resident Evil 2 was remade in Unreal uh, about 10 years ago, and it was allowed to go for a chuffing long time, right up until the moment they said, actually, no, we're going to remake Resident Evil 2, you're going to have to close it down. They actually hired some of the guys that worked on that to come work on the Resident Evil 2 remake because they'd done such a good job of it, um, and they worked in the RE engine and, and made it. So maybe there's a bit of grace there of, like, they're going to let it carry on because yeah, they're not doing anything with this. Sonic as well, like, Sonic Mania was done basically by the people that essentially make the fan games, right? Like, well, like well, something along those lines where yeah, yeah. It's, and it's the best game that Sonic team have made for a long, long time. And it wasn't even really made by them. Because <laughs> they, they yeah. didn't make it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you were talking about like weird little uh, games like that. Um, they just released a Bloodborne demake, like a PlayStation 1 era looking Bloodborne. And From Software have basically endorsed it and said, yeah, it go ahead. So good. Play it. 
So it's, some companies are just cool with these things. Wow. Amazing. Well, I suppose that the, the, the point of that to be the feeder for this discussion over what things would you like to see done in a classic style or, or done in that classic style? Is there games that in the past that you remember that? Do you remember the South Park game, Stick of Truth? Yeah. Now, the reason why I love that game, I didn't, Fractured Butthole is okay, but the reason why I really, really love that South Park Stick of Truth game, because it made me think about in the 90s, there was this period where they'll just basically make games just in the world of the ip there wasn't much point to it you just basically wandered around south park and i just liked going into a toilet and see there was brown stains and when i followed those brown stains i went and saw mr hanky or every now and again you'll be like oh cool i'm in this little tree and i'm there's lemmy winks and then they'll start playing the lemmy winks song and Mate, that kind that, of that oh. stick of truth game just i spent I think I looked at every single thing I could do on that pos- on that game. Yeah. Every single house, every single square inch of that f***ing world, I just devoured. Everything I could yeah, click on, I exactly. clicked on. Do you know what I mean? It was that type of game where it's like, ah, oh, this is amazing. And, and you're so ingrained in the lore of it that, oh my God, I want to see Randy because I just want to hang out with Randy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I want, um, I don't know how they do it, to be honest with you, but I, I know, I think we talked about before, I just want a Simpsons hit and run, man. Yeah, yes. I mean, there's, there's been yes, a number please. of Simpsons attempts, isn't there? Like that, and like say, Hit and Run's probably the best at the moment, anyway. For just, I, I love the idea, and this is one thing that South Park done, and I want them to do it with with the Simpsons is they actually put the geography in place. So, like, I want to see, and we know, like, there's there's oh, 600 episodes of the Simpsons where they go through Springfield. I want to go from Bart's house on a skateboard to the school and go through the town, just like you're doing the intro they gave us back in 1989 of him going across town. I want to do that. I want to bounce on Barney and then Barney get up and walk into Moe's and it's flaming Moe's night. You know, I want them to take all the lore and put that together because like you say, you will literally be going, is Edna Crabapple in the, back with a guy from Aerosmith because in that episode and you go in there and it'll be like that that's that's what I want man like that, that that kind of level of attention but in terms of like uh, when you're talking about kind of uh are you talking about making a game old school like a uh, like a guy brush threepwood monkey island point and click adventure or I'm gonna leave it dealer's choice but I think that the best one seems to be point and click right of you go explore which is kind of South, stick of truth was to the extent kind of like that right you can go explore stuff it just happens to be that the fidelity of it matched out of the TV show which is kind of similar to shit animation anyway right just just do just give me Simpsons man just give me Simpsons just exactly what we're talking about there that, that's all I really want that I, would I, be amazing I agree with that I also would love to say any any archer fans hello yes yes i want to explore isis like just like have the tower block and basically just go wander around just go into krieger's lab start (laughs) playing with stuff like go go hack mallory's computer and just read every mission she's done and maybe in the files you find out who sterling's dad was and then you you like like just layers upon layers like i want to go in the kitchen and there's ants on the floor you know because of the oh we're gonna this is how you get ants you know i want all those little details and just the swim in the the law of the IP. Like, oh man, Archer. And the thing Fucking is as well, like you were saying about South Park, the art style for that, you could easily recreate that in video game form. And that would it would look great, I think. Although I should I should stress that apparently this getting South Park sorted out was really difficult, I suppose. Well they can talk to the South Park guys and say, How did you do it? Yeah, because <laughs> supposedly it was a massive undertaking getting that translated 
really well. It was a really right. difficult thing. The second game got delayed massively because of it. The technical right. difficulty of making a game in that style supposedly is really difficult. I don't know. Oh, wow. Well, uh, it went through development hell, didn't it, Stick of Truth? Because mm. it, was, it basically was like, it was a fire sale. Activision basically like bought it at like a, a car boot sale equivalent of a studio going bust. Turned out to be one of the best acquisitions they've done along. Oh, does that mean Microsoft own South Park games now? Uh, if it was made by Activision, then yeah, probably. Oh, I think Molsey might be on the case. You'll find uh, out. Producer Molsey's on it. But uh, I, I was going to say, my my pick for these like demake uh, point-and-click style adventures, I was trying to think of something that's as irreverent as possible, something that you could make <laughs> some sort of weird... Because, you know, Mike, you mentioned Guybrush Threepwood and Monkey Island. Everything that you'd solve a puzzle with would just be the most obtuse, bizarre thing ever. The rubber chicken, man. The rubber chicken was useful all the time. So I'm thinking Ren and Stimpy. Ah, Ren so- and Stimpy point and click. Because oh, the amount yeah. of bizarre oh things you could do in that world. You could you could use the rubber nipples to keep <laughs> yourself safe from electricity. You could uh, use powdered toast man to clog up something that bl- needs blocking. I <laughs> the would meat just man just it. pops in. Yeah. Meat! <laughs> and you'd distract a group of people with a happy, happy joy joy dance. Uh, I think that you would can be make best friends bizarre. Apart. Yeah, I, I I would really like. Uh, did you guys ever play Return of the Obra Din? I've got it, and I haven't played it yet. It Never looks it. interesting. Heard, heard things. So big. I've not. I've only. I've seen it. I haven't played it. I should stress uh, before. I'm not going to pretend to be some kind of you know sophisticated gamer. I'm not. Give me give me Destiny and and and, and Lego games. Um, but basically, like, so it's uh, essentially kind of like a mystery thingamajiggy, pointery, clickery thing, right? Where you're trying to figure out, you, you know, you're like a detective, or you're trying to figure out the the, the the mystery of what's going on, right? I want a Batman game in a point and clicky detective murder mystery esque style, where but not you're, Telltale style. No, no, right? Telltale games are the worst games there has ever been. Okay, <laughs> they are horrible games. I hate all of them. They are despicable pieces of crap. Okay, except they've, they've literally taken every IP that you love. They've taken Game of Thrones. They've taken Batman. They're like, they're, 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 they're making a Star Trek one soon. Why? Yeah, they, they, they're, they're crap. You've, they've done Back I to assume, the Future. I assume we've all played them. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Why are they so crap? Please answer me this. They look I, like crap. They run like crap. They are crap. <laughs> I like The Wolf Among Us. That was decent. The which one, sorry? Wolf Among Us. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't play that one. Yeah, my brain. I play them when they get put on for free on PSN Plus, and I I download them thinking, okay, let's have a go, and I go, ah, that was crap. <sighs> yeah, I can't, I can't defend it. I mean, look, it's each their own. If they, there was an audience, although they went under, so obviously it wasn't. They, they, didn't, can... they, they didn't get the balance right over FYI. matching the right product to the. Yeah, it, it all went downhill after the first Walking Dead. The first Walking Dead game that they did was great, just because it was a fantastic story and yeah, it was something but, but new. Was it just and because they it's got the lazy. IP? It's well, it could be because it's the IP. Yeah, this is. Could by be. the way, I should stress this is why I feel like I can go on this podcast and bury them because they don't exist anymore. If they were still making they, games, um, Mike, Mike, they were, they're, they're they're back. They're, oh, they're back. back. They're back. They're back. Yeah. Well, and technically, well, there's there's technically two of them because Telltale. Who? Yeah, so Telltale got bought out by a company, I can't remember who, and they're back making a, I think they're making the officially licensed Star Trek game, and then a bunch of people who used to work there have branched off to make their own studio, and they're making a space opera game based off a license that seems quite similar to Star Trek. 
So yeah, there's now there's there's two of them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Do you think I'll give them their credit when you say a Telltale game? You know exactly what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crap. for better or worse, like they've, they've made their own genre. Uh, there's not many studios that in the last ten years where have you said this is that studio. You basically they've created a genre. Uh, so, so fair play to them off of that. But you are right. I think they've been lived, they've been dining off the IP rather than the actual playability. I I have just watched the trailer for Star Trek Resurgence. Now I'm a I'm a Trekkie. I will happily say that proudly. I like Star Trek. I like everything to do with Star Trek, other than Picard was a struggle at points. But that's okay because it's Jean Luc Picard, and I love that man. Um, he can do whatever he wants, man. The the graphics of this game just in Leonard Nimoy's face, look far better than anything that Telltale ever produced. So it looks like there's some actual production values behind this thing. So if that's going to be the case, I don't mind a story. I don't mind a story driven game. If the story is good. Okay. You know, my thoughts on cut schemes, cut schemes, cut, cut <laughs> schemes. <okay? laughs> if it's good, Love it. I'm fine well, with it. Back on the, the point and click classic uh, diving into that world. You know, I'd love to see it. It probably exists. So, you know, someone please shout at me on the internet at Grey Fox Plays on Twitter. Um, an X Files point and click thing. Oh, yeah. I, they, did, I, they did that. They did that. That was the, like the original X Files game, it was basically point and click. It was live motion footage oh, amazing. of the actors. And then yeah. you got like an inventory of items and stuff. And you used to pick items and click. You used to look around their office and click on the pictures of their desk it was like footage not a picture like an actual picture of someone's desk and you click it so check it out it's really old school oh like, that's that, that, one that's that's got that's my jam all over it. it it makes me think of a classic time when they actually went and filmed actors for ip specifically for games so i don't know if people remember there was a star wars game on the playstation one which was actually a quote-unquote sequel to the trilogies and they went and got actors and film stuff. And that was actually the first time since like the, the pre the original star Wars movies that George Lucas got behind the camera. This was even before the prequel trilogy where they actually made like content specifically for a game. And uh, it sounds like they've done it similar to X-Files as well. Um, unfortunately when Disney bought the deal, they're like, not Canon, get rid of it, burn it. The mouse, uh, the mouse won on that occasion. Uh, another sort of world that I'd love to see a point and clicky world on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original arcade game, but I want to just go around the sewers. Yeah, That'd okay. Fuck, right, just hanging out with Shredder, just just like little tidbits from the cartoon. Like none of us remember the stories, but if we can go into a garage and see that cool truck, jobs are good. Hang around, you don't hang out with Shredder. Okay, you serve Shredder. Okay, yeah, sorry, you, you, you hang Shredder. out with Splinter. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Casey Jones. You hang out with Casey Jones. Go for pizza with Casey Jones. That's pretty cool. And uh, go go around the nineties era channel five news to to go like see what april's up to that'd be cool so i feel i just long to go to these ips and just basically just bathe in those worlds i think that's 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 the main gist of this really uh, anything else or have we talked it to death anymore, to mind. i think we are good well in that case gentlemen uh i think it's fair to say that the fox has spoken is there anything else we wanted to, to crack on with or are we done on this pod nice the okay next time you see me I will have completed Banjo-Kazooie, and I'll, probably, uh, and I'll be a very happy boy, waiting eagerly for Banjo-Tooie to arrive on the Nintendo Switch, of which I will play for 20 minutes, and then go, this is too shit, and too big, and too hard. <laughs> All right, before we go, because February is the month of doom, in terms of games, not the franchise, um, what, is the, what is the king, who's going to be the king of February? 
Miles, what game is going to be the king of February? You go first. What my my king or the biggest seller overall? Your king. Because... Go go with your king, and then what you think the biggest seller will be? Uh, my king's probably going to be Elden Ring. I'm looking forward to that. Biggest seller. Well, it's already had a million um, pre-orders, but it's a technically an expansion. It's the Witch Queen Destiny Two. Oh, that's a good shout, Michael Carden Edwards. Your king of February. What Miles said. Miles, Mister Mister Hemming, Trophy yeah. Hunter. It, it's it's Elden Ring, isn't it? That's the king. And I think, I, that, I think that'll actually sell the most as well. I think Elden Ring will sell a lot. People have been really looking forward to this one. I am going to say my king will be Dying Light 2, and I think I think Horizon Forbidden West is going to outsell it uh, because the it, it's going to be a tough one. But it's uh, it'll be either way. I think Sony are going to be the winners in this month in particular. Well, Horizon are doing a really good thing, aren't they? You can because it's a free PS5 upgrade. Yeah. So you could, they're going to like for someone like me, for example, who is like who had, doesn't have a PS5 yet. Um, there's no reason to kind of hold off to a degree. I buy it now and then I'll get it for free when it upgrades it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's a very I feel like Horizon's more accessible too. as well. Like, that, like Elden Rings will have the reputation that a Souls game will have of a you either love it or you're going to hate it because it's going to punish you. And maybe this, maybe this Elden Ring game will be actually the most accessible from soft games. You've got a horse, you can travel stuff and everything else. Or do you think it's going to be hard as balls? I can't wait for Moles' reaction to this game. Uh, <laughs> they have said this, they think more people are going to complete this one than some of the others. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what they've said. But, you know. I really hope they just go fucking full metal and just go, no, this is hard as f-. <laughs> Even riding a horse is difficult. That's what I want <laughs> them to do. <laughs> riding a horse kills you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to know the exact route. And if you don't like it, get good. You uh, develop what... saddle sores. Yeah, and the, the the Game of Thrones guy comes out and just goes, "I'm so sorry. I just kept writing about porn, and they just stuck it in the game." Um, <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you're listening to, please click on that like, follow, subscribe, whatever button it is. That means you get more content for Grey Fox Plays. We are on the socials as well. Please follow us on Twitter at Grey Fox Plays. And every now and again, we'll be rambling on Reddit. I want to thank producer Jonathan Moles. Thank you very much, and have a good evening. Our soul man late to the party but damn the party's here now our party man as prince once said michael carden edwards thanks sir thank you and i think there's a trump a trophy need a hunting what's the what's the next what's the next thing you want to platinum hemming will you platinum mm. anything by next time we see you oh uh, absolutely of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beautiful beautiful well thank you so oh, much for listening tell us tell us uh, uh, uncharted 4 uncharted 4 i'll be getting that one again Oh my Again. god! I, yeah, I got it back on the PS4, so they've done the PS5 upgrade, so I've got that to to do. <laughs> oh, I, he'll be in the cinema, sitting there, going, "Yes, yes, yes! I got the platinum for this ticket." <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Tom Holland is single-handedly saving cinema, man. I don't care what people say. He's done it with uh, Spider-Man. Uh, and he's he's going to continue it into the year with Uncharted in Tom, we trust. Uh, anyway, on that note, if you've got an appointment to have a vaccine, please go and do it. Uh, if you support the Tories, go fuck. What have we got? Anyway, enjoy. <laughs>